way back, somebody insisted that we end all of our writing projects with in conclusion. So, in honor of that person, uncompromising as he or she may have been, I will preface these last marks with in conclusion. One of my habits is assessing the value of each day as it passes by what tasks I've accomplished. Someday I may kick the habit entirely. For now, though, I'm going to alter it on account of a realization. I realize that the tasks don't matter so much as the good ideas that come from memory, imagination, or inspiration. When we analyze stories, we're wise to consider the climax as the turning point, and not as an action, but as the thought or decision that propels the character toward the actions that determine his or her fate. Likewise, a valuable accomplishment won't happen unless a good idea sets it into motion. Now, a good idea isn't worth much unless it's somehow acted upon. Lots of folks are flooded with good ideas and intentions to bring the ideas to life, but they never find the motivation to proceed. But for those of us obsessed with carrying out what good ideas were given, if we don't accomplish a single task during a given day, so what? The task will get done by and by. Besides, this outlook makes me feel lighter. I'll give you a quote from a favorite writer of mine, a monk named Thomas Merton. I read this on the wall of a doctor's office, by the way. Quote, to allow oneself to be carried away by a multitude of conflicting concerns, to surrender oneself to too many demands, to commit oneself to too many projects, to want to help everyone and everything, is to succumb to violence. More than that, it's cooperation and violence. It destroys your own inner capacity for peace. It destroys the fruitfulness of your own work because it kills the root of inner wisdom which makes the work fruitful. When I read this, it not only offered me a key to inspiration, but also gave a prerequisite. Of all the attitudes, habits, and challenges I prescribe, none can lead us any closer to the Spirit unless we find and take the time to write in peace, or at least to find some peace, while ideas are arriving from inspiration, imagination, or memory. Some of us can find peace even in the midst of turmoil. Others of us need to structure our lives in ways that allow external peace to prevail or to find us when we choose to dream or create. Thomas Merton found his peace in a monastery. Every day, let's ask how or when we can find more peace, at least for some precious minutes. Now, let's all get to work. Here's why. 
In his journals, Soren Kierkegaard warns, quote, it is very dangerous to go into eternity with possibilities which oneself has prevented from becoming realities. A possibility is a hint from God. One must follow it. If God does not wish it, then let God prevent it, but one must not hinder it, hinder it oneself. Trusting to God I have dared, but I was not successful. And that has found peace, calm, and confidence. I have not dared. That is a woeful thought, a torment in eternity. So there, that's the end of my podcast. If you should want more thoughts on writing in the Spirit, you can read the book. It's got a little bit more than what I've given here. And reviewing would be a good idea. I say that as the teacher I have been for many years. So I wish you all well, and I hope your writing is blessed. Bye.